0: Liberty Solutions here. We are a no whining allowed show on what the people can actually do about today's problems. Who decides, you or a DC career politician surrounded by marble and money? We like facts, so caution out the prisoners of their own drama. There's logic here. As Mark Twain said, politicians in diapers need to be changed often, and for the same reason. Happy Independence Day! Keith here. This episode starts with a group reciting an abridged version of the Declaration of Independence. I edited this using all original words but skipping some phrases. It provides a two-minute version to get the essence, rather than the ten minutes the entire declaration takes. In celebrating Independence Day, I would like everyone to remind themselves of Thomas Jefferson's statement. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal with certain unalienable rights. To secure these rights, governments are instituted, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. Whenever any government becomes destructive, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it. It is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government. The history of the present king is a history of repeated injuries. To prove this, let facts be submitted to a candid world. He has forbidden his governors to pass laws of importance. He has obstructed the laws for the naturalization of foreigners. He has obstructed the administration of justice. He has made judges dependent on his will alone. He has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance. He has kept among us, in times of peace, standing armies. He has affected to render the military independent of and superior to the civil power. For cutting off our trade with all parts of the world. For imposing taxes on us without our consent. For depriving us of the benefit of trial by jury. We, the representatives of the United States of America, do, by authority of the good people of these colonies, solemnly publish and declare that these United Colonies are free and independent states. And that they have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and to do all other things which independent states do. And for the support of this declaration, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. There you go. Two minutes. I hope that gets their message across. King George sure got it. The Declaration of Independence formally notified the world that the 13 American colonies were now sovereign, Quote, free and independent states, unquote, with no political connection to the King and Great Britain. The colonists were no longer British citizens. They became citizens of their state. They declared this together using the heading, The Unanimous Declaration of the Thirteen United States of America. And they used the lowercase u. The declaration in the closing paragraph is stated to be made by the representatives of the United States of America in General Congress also using the lowercase u. The United States with a capital U wasn't a thing yet. July 1776 marks the 13 states taking equal sovereign footing with the state of Great Britain, each claiming, quote, full power, unquote, to do all the things independent states may of right do. The central government of the Union was not created until years later, when the first form was ratified in 1781 under the Articles of Confederation. Today's federal government came into existence on June 21, 1788, when the U.S. Constitution took effect, 12 years after the states became independent. In 1788, the states delegated a few of their powers to the central government. Prior to the 1860s, the Union was commonly referred to as these United States of America, not the The Declaration states that the colonies had authority to separate because the king was violating the natural rights of the citizens. It notes there are certain unalienable rights inherent in all mankind by the laws of nature. It states that governments are formed to secure these rights, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. The Declaration lists 27 grievances the colonists had against King George III, specifying violations of their unalienable natural rights. These included legislation and taxation without representation, warrantless searches, obstructing immigration, blocking free trade, denial of due process, mandated purchases, and erecting a multitude of new offices to harass our people and eat out their substance. Some history on the Declaration. By the spring of 1776, the colonists had been at war with England for a year. That June, the Continental Congress requested that Thomas Jefferson write a formal document declaring their independence. Jefferson's draft was edited by Ben Franklin and John Adams before final edits were administered by the Continental Congress. On July 2, 1776, the Lee Resolution was passed by the Continental Congress. The resolution says that these united colonies are, and of right ought to be, free and independent states. In it, they dissolved, quote, all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain. This action made each of the 13 states sovereign equals to the state of Great Britain. July 2nd, 1776, is the formal beginning of our independence. On July 4th, 1776, the Declaration of Independence was unanimously approved by the Continental Congress in what is now known as Independence Hall in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. About 200 copies were typeset and printed the night of July 4th by John Dunlap, called the Dunlap Broadsides. These were widely distributed, with one sent to King George. Twenty-six known Dunlap Broadsides remain, including one hidden behind an old frame painting bought... In 1989, for $4 at a flea market in Pennsylvania. The Dunlap version has a typeset, John Hancock President, and no signatures. The version approved by the Continental Congress on July 4th and used as the source for the Dunlap Broadside printing has been lost. Late in July 1776, the Continental Congress commissioned a calligraphy version of the Declaration of Independence. This skin parchment version was signed on August 2nd, 1776, and is the one with the large John Hancock and other signatures. It is now displayed in the National Archives in Washington, D.C. The Declaration of Independence was a joint assertion by 13 independent sovereign states. The reason I highlighted the lowercase u is used twice in the Declaration is that in 1776, each of the 13 states individually assertified its justified status as sovereign and independent, simultaneously with the other states. They did so together in the sense that they were unanimously joined in opposition to the violations of the natural rights by the King of England. The lowercase united followed by states of America in the Declaration is used simply as the English word for together. In the title, the phrase, quote, of the Thirteen United is all in tiny script with a lowercase u. It's then followed by, quote, states of America in far larger script with a capital S for state and a capital A for America. In 1776, each state asserted their individual power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, and establish commerce. The founders used the word state when referring to Virginia and Massachusetts, just as they used the word state to refer to Great Britain and France. Same word for a reason. All four are equal in sovereignty. The Declaration was not one capital U United States declaring independence. It was 13 individual states simultaneously declaring independence from the state of Great Britain. Together they pledged, quote, to each other, our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. As the Declaration says, the laws of nature are the source of natural rights, and these rights are unalienable. It says that governments are established to secure these rights and derive their just power from the consent of the governed. Rights cannot and do not come from governments. Governments can only recognize rights, protect rights, or infringe on rights. Rights cannot be changed by governments because they come before governments, from natural law inherent in all people. This is part of the essence of the Declaration of Independence and part of the foundation of our union. The Declaration says that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it. The founders said that the states had the right to dissolve the political ties to Great Britain because the government was failing to do its job. And they did dissolve the tie. And here we are. For about three decades, part of the celebration I do every Independence Day has been to reread the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. It takes an hour or two of my morning and a few cups of tea. I do it before breakfast every July 4th. Some actions being taken today by the federal government are violating our natural rights. The founders submitted facts to a candid world, listing specific violations. We could submit a few facts to a candid world. Has today's federal government, quote, erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance? Has DC, quote, imposed taxes on us without our consent? How about mandated purchases? Some of what the founders threw off the king for sure sounds familiar to me. I don't like it either. The people have the right to alter or abolish their government. Let's alter it via an Article 5 Convention for Proposing Amendments run by our states. Congress won't fix itself, and voting out the bums evidently doesn't work. The Convention of States Action Petition is calling for altering the central government to mandate fiscal responsibility, limit the scope and jurisdiction of D.C., and establish term limits on offices beyond the president's. We have the right to alter it. We have the duty to alter it, and the Founders provided a mechanism in Article 5 of the Constitution for us to do so. Please visit conventionofstates.com to see how to alter it to suit our needs and protect our rights, as the Founders intended. conventionofstates.com Let's roll. We, the people. We, the people. We, the people in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, Do ordain and establish this Constitution, do ordain and establish this Constitution
1: for the United
0: States of America, The question facing us and facing our fellow countrymen is a two word question, very simply who decides? The American founders had a simple answer We, the people, decide.